hear me holding on, Father. Blessed be thine's will to take us through the gates of all harm. Grant us the strength to vanquish our enemies and take them doomed to the depths of hell itself. Thank you, thank you. I tried. I was losing. I don't know what I was doing with my hands there, but... I should I should have ended with a giant wolf howl, <laughs> or just constant guttural screaming. They did really good at that. A lot in this of movie. a lot of a lot of guttural screaming. And you know what? It really made me feel very primal. This is a very primal <laughs> movie. Welcome to Expect Entertainment. I am the ever reinvigorated and wistful Tanner. Always as with me is his pal Glenn. There we go. Welcome to Expect Entertainment. We got a great episode for you today. I'm going off the rails, kind of going a little crazy, sounding like I'm in the zone. I don't know. I'm trying to do a new persona here. I'm trying to put more life into our podcast while also channeling my inner Shatner. I met William I'm Shatner. throwing confetti. I met William Shatner. Did I tell you that? Yeah. You constantly tell me that. Yeah, you know. It's, when you meet somebody like him, it's just something. <laughs> By the way, I met William Shatner. You just got to keep bringing it up. I saw uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah, and you didn't... He walked right in front of my it. car. And then he almost killed both of us, or his driver did. No, I almost killed him. His driver almost cut us off and ran into us. He pulled out in front of us, and we almost T-boned him. His driver! Yeah. We could have got Steven Tyler, but no, you had to be the goody-goody and put on your brake. We could be rich right now. We could be having, at the minimum, 100 listeners right now. If you just let Steven Tyler hit us with we his just, car. We could have just rode that advertising wheel to the end of time. We could have, because we were We're the famous. guys who hit Steven Tyler's car. But it was the driver's fault. We were acquitted. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Expect Entertainment for the third and final time. As you've already previously stated, I yes. have said this is Expect Entertainment. Much like we the, gotta make sure they expect Much it. like the over... Simplification and rambling on of Johnny Depp's cross-examination in his recent trial. I'm going to bring that up for a second. That is the most silly thing I've ever seen. After watching bits and pieces of it, I it's they're both, I feel worse they're for both Johnny crazy that he has to go through that shit. I mean, the, the she's whole, very immature. Yes, and the, the thing like. that got me the most was just hearing in within 30 mm -hmm. seconds the lawyer asked him is this your signature is this your signature he's like yes <laughs> for the third time you mean the paper that I signed three times already yes I've, I've signed I did that is my signature and I'm just like move on he, I mean they're trying to get him stumbling but it's not it doesn't work when it's in the same it's the same question yeah after watching the bits of it like it really seemed like Amber Heard's like defense team kind of like knows they've lost and they're just like we gotta try anything and everything possible to like swing the story because it's like she looks like a bitch <laughs> and, then, and she's got this whole fa this face going on this entire time it's just, just like this absolutely disgusted look on her oh face yeah they've told her to do that it's really funny there's a there was a moment where like she laughs and like she like freeze frame stops the laugh and like changes Immediately back. Immediately like, it was like, oh no, I'm supposed to be sad. Oh, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be sad. Oh yeah, get that, get that nice. Oh yeah, let me just, let me just, hold on guys. Sorry, we have to test our joy, our Joy-Con controller. There we go. That, uh, that HD rumble. So, 
the thing that kills me is watching her interact with her lawyers and Johnny interact with his lawyers. Because Johnny draws pictures and stuff. It's really funny. I know. They were playing with, like, mints once, I saw. They're they're having a good time on Johnny's (laughs) side, even though he's the subject of this entire thing. And then they're just sitting there, like, bickering at each other, like, you need to do this, this, and this. And it's just like, clearly, you've made the mistake of taking it this far. Yeah. And I really hope we get justice. Justice? Justice for Johnny. Our good old Kentucky boy. Justice <laughs> for the side of cookies. But even though it does, if it does swing his way, it's sad to see the ramifications of this. We could have had a great Fantastic Beast trilogy and so on. We could have had a good could have had pirate reboots or continuation, Maybe. which the way they ended the last one is sad because it was a really good cliffhanger to bring it back in. Yeah, it was like, and now it's never gonna happen. The, la- the last two were like so-so, but it ended with like this thing of like, oh, maybe we're gonna get back to the old original three again, and it's but like now we're nope, not. <laughs> never again. It's not gonna happen. Which is, it's a very sad panda moment, but you know. Also watching the watching the whole because I watched like a good two days worth of like stuff it's you know they're only like on there for like four hours because they they go in nine to five whatever and it was it was it was pretty sad to like listen to all the recordings and see all the video stuff because you're like yeah this is their super private intimate thing like one side you're just like gosh this is so like is it private, private they yelled loud enough for everyone but then to hear. but then you go oh wait a minute like amber heard recorded all this so like why? I was like, why is Amber Heard recording this super intimate moment between them two? I'm like, God, the relationship's fucking weird. And the thing that kills me the most was throughout everything that Johnny was saying, they would hit the Amber Heard's over constantly be like, objection, hearsay. Almost everything he'd say. And then, oh yeah, Amber's turn, she's not on the stand, but like somebody on her, he's, he's cross-examining one of his own witnesses. Yeah. And he says something, and then Amber Heard's lawyer's like, objection, hearsay, and he's like, it's your question. Yeah, that was funny, he, <laughs> ob- he objected his own question. You see Johnny, he's just trying to turn his head to stop from oh, laughing, it's, it's just, it's such a mockery. They're they're trying to ask, like, every question they can to, like, hopefully swing the answers in the right way. Like, because I, I, I watched the cross-examination of Johnny Depp specifically, Whereas, like, Amber Heard's defense guy asking him the questions. And, like, you could literally just, like, after a few questions, you're like, I see what he's trying to do. Like, you immediately go, like, he's not trying to find the truth here. He's trying to swing a story, you know? Like, that's what it he's was. He's trying like, to get oh, me angry God. and like, make you've me be outburst me, at this guy. He's trying to get me like, to who's, react. Who's falling for this was, like, the weird thing, too. But, but hey, that's Hopefully, now she will finally get her comeuppance. I want to see her out of the Aquaman movies, despite how good she may potentially be in the sequel. We need to get rid of the DC Universe, period. With her, just kick her out and kick everyone else out. Just kick it all out. Just, you know, just all sweep it all under the... It does seem to be a trend with Warner Brothers. Why is Warner Brothers actors causing all sorts of shit in Hollywood? Does the, speaking of which... Does the sewers in Hawaii just go out in the ocean? Maybe they lead to Hawaii. So the sewers in Hawaii lead to I, Hawaii? Okay. I totally missed it for like I, as soon as I said it. Or do you think they dump it in like it dumps into the volcano? <laughs> Maybe that volcano at the end of the north. Uh, so moving on with some other recent news. Uh, 
Call of Duty. Hey! Infinity War has announced the next Call of Duty to be released in 2022, and yeah, it's 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 Modern Warfare 2. I mean, it's the new Modern Warfare. You're right. 2. It's not a. It's not. It's a not remake. a. It's not a remake. Well, it, is, it, is a, it is a remake. It's a. It's a reboot. Or is can we call it a reboot now since it's the sequel of the reboot? Is it still a reboot? Technic, yeah. Remake? Is it? it it's, we don't know. it's a sequel to the reboot because the first one was a complete remake. It just used some characters. It wasn't the same exact story. A remake. Like, they redid it. It was a whole yeah. new thing with just the same title. Yeah. That's a remake, not a reboot. They remade it, I guess. Yeah. In a different image. Uh, it's weird for video games, because, like... Resident Evil 4, that's you different. Re, that's a if remake. If you remake... Also, and a reboot. If you remake something in the video game world, you can claim it as a remake. You're like, oh, we remade it on Unreal Engine 5. You know, you wouldn't say we rebooted it on Unreal. It's like booting it up, you know. I right, have, well, I have I, it when weird I say reboot, as in they rebooted the franchise. Because Modern Warfare was the big one, and then it was gone yeah. after 3, so they brought its IP back yeah. in a new direction. But I'm saying, because we're on the I would, sequel I would to that, claim that as a reboot. I, can, I consider it both. I, be, I do both. Wasn't that the joke in that one movie? And what well, movie was it? The last. The last jay and silent bob movie or whatever yeah it's it's yeah it's, it's both a remake and a reboot something like that uh i haven't watched that either one. which way it's a sequel to the new modern warfare and can which I was the say, last good call of duty game and can i just say and the only good call of duty game since modern warfare 2 from the old times so you know it's, they're doing all right i get very <laughs> you're gonna think this is silly, silly. But I get modern war. I get modern warfare three vibes just from this image. I never touched that game or played that game or anything. I, I did for the story. I didn't care about the that's movie, but. disgusting to say. We're gonna scratch scratch that from the record. You didn't hear that. This was also twelve years ago. That's uh, yeah. No, we're scratching that from the record. You know how many times have you know I how said like so many you know times how that that moment in in modern in the new modern warfare where like soap and the the black guys driving in the car and like soap's having that like heart to heart with the kid and he's like we're gonna cross the line and do whatever it takes it's like that's what's happening here we're going off the right like off the scratching that off the record soap died that three. Exist. yeah that's that's, that's exactly that's exactly why you don't say that you played that game it's not good. I played it for the story. I don't care what that's you say. Bad. That's how it, it was at that no time. One, I no didn't one have played. Multi, I wasn't back able then, to play Back then, no one played Call of Duty for the story. Nowadays, you can. But back then, no, no. Really? I played all of them back then for the story. And I, the multiplayer was a bonus. The multiplayer kept me going to the next one. That's just, It's the other way. It's disgusting. That's disgusting, though. I'm saying the word disgusting. That disgusts me to hear the, the word coolest, disgusting. The coolest parts of Call of Duty are the memes. F to pay respects, everyone. That was the ba- that was the last one that I played the campaign for, and that was the one that I realized that they suck. That all the story is not really that good. Um, <laughs> I, it wasn't so much the story; it was the just the action sequences that I cared about. Uh, like at the like the end of Modern Warfare Three, you're literally in juggernaut suits going through these compounds, killing all the enemies. I just thought it was a cool little ramp up scene. No Russian. That was another good 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 level even though you kill a bunch of civilians <laughs> that was a great part well i mean they, they pushed the boundaries <laughs> of video games like not many video games did something like that and I, I just thought it was something cool that they did in a campaign um 
because ever since then, there's some games, not very many, but some games still put up that disturbing content warning. disclaimer at the beginning. Remember, it was like it was like a good like two or three years following that that like every game that had something a little bloody or brutal, they had something like, major. Like you could that, like yeah. turn it off and you could skip it, or you had to like sign up and be like, yeah, I am for sure. I want to kill little yeah, babies. It's like, I, don't, I don't care. I'll play it. I'm not a psychopath. It's like it's a video game. This is supposed to relieve those psychopathic anyway. tendencies. Yeah, no, I'm 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 finally excited because the the new Modern Warfare was the only Call of Duty I played in eons, and well, literally, if you, I'm you, gonna you get took back the wind out of my sail because I was literally gonna say I'm excited to play the campaign. No, the campaign was actually really good. Like the remake campaign was was actually pretty good. It was a little more gritty and realistic. That's the whole thing I liked. It was it was very tactical. It was like realistically tactical. Like I liked the whole like. When we're you gonna, swept we're the gonna, building. we're gonna cross the line. Yeah, sweep, sweeping the buildings were so cool. That was, that was really uh, dope. Making sure you were able to. Because everything, one, everything one, was like, shots. like yeah, you had to turn the corner and like shoot the guy with one bullet, like before they shot you with one bullet. That was really fun and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I don't know if I'll buy it on release because I know it's literally the campaign I want to I play. I have to, I have to plus, see gameplay. I have to see what's Warzone. new. You know, but it's, it's still Warzone. I don't care about war. Yeah, Warzone, I don't give up rats. Poop but that, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be the campaign, which I'm probably going to enjoy. Oh, God, Warzone. Plus multiplayer uh, slash three-quarter Warzone. And I don't want to spend uh, that much space on my hard drive. See, I'm probably going to... That's what I'm saying. I want to play... you're having hard drive questions. Oh, God. You know what we need to do? Because uh, you're, you're, you're probably not going to do this. But we should pool money together to get a physical copy... That way we can sell it after we both beat the campaign and not have to worry about Warzone. And just delete it. And never have I'm to I'm not going to get it for the campaign, really, though. Like, I'll wanna... just skip the game entirely. I'll play I'll play competitive multiplayer. Warzone I don't care too much about. Well, then, even still. Competitive go in on a physical copy with me. I'll play the campaign. Then you could play... I mean, if I had the game, I'd play the campaign. But I'm not going to buy it just to play the campaign. Well, that's what I'm doing. So I'm just saying, let's go in together on a physical copy. I'll pay for half. You pay for half. Ah, no, you can waste your money. It's okay. Okay, carrying on. How's that wasting the money? You can at least sell it. Halo Infinite Season 2 comes next week. You bored me already. They pissed me off with that. I'm so mad that it ends in November. That's so, the so, thing so here's the thing. They did, a, they did a live stream. Joseph Staten, the man, the god, the creator, the genius, the one and only lord and savior of Halo, hopefully, came on and talked. And explained themselves. And while words are completely meaningless because it seems like it was just a repeat from the very beginning when they talked about how crappy season one was, he basically said the same thing. Season two's crappy. <laughs> and they all feel really bad about releasing another crappy season. But... He, he did. Literally came out and said that. It, it basically, yeah. Well, like he li literally, I think the, the quote was he said like everyone like we're releasing like they showed the roadmap that had like all the stuff releasing and he goes everyone at three four three looks at this and we are not happy with it. That's that's exactly what he said. And I was like, oh, they said that about season one. It's like so it's like you guys just aren't happy. Period with what you're making. It's like it seems like you should fix something then. But it looks it looks like. According to him and what he said, which is, you know, taken with whatever hopes you want, after season two, which sucks that it's going to take a full year, I think it's finally going to get on track. In November. In November, yeah, sadly. 
We're gonna get co-op. Co-op seems co-op and Forge. He said are on track for release like in August and September. See, co-op should have been released. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely out the box. That's the th co-op. All, all things aside, all the crap that should have already been going about on. Forge. Co-op should have Seas already been there. Seasons should have been three months long. Blah blah blah. Uh, co-op should have been released. Uh, setting all those things aside, where we are now with it. And what I've heard about the future, it looks promising. But it's just you gotta get there. It's like you gotta go. You gotta get six months. You're asking me to wait six yeah, yeah, yeah. more it's, yeah, months. Yeah, and that, that's the that's the second thing. I did thing. my waiting. That's the six months of it. That's the second thing. The the stuff they like they talked about from season one to season two learning like you actually saw the improvements there like the battle pass looks a lot better the awards As in what the awards and rewards in the battle pass are better looking they went through the entire battle pass i i just saw the first 40 levels of it because i didn't want to spoil myself but like in those first 40 levels the whole past yeah, yeah they showed it off on the stream they went through literally every single level the stuff you get out of it was way better than what we got in season one. Uh, the customization for the new Spartans is like super dope. There's there's loads more skin. I mean, you know, the same stuff you always expect, but it looked a lot better. There was currency in it, which was which was added on into the things. It's still a hundred. So levels. that is in the past now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still in the, still in the hundred level range. So they're not going above a hundred levels. It doesn't look like. Which is weird because the. Which is weird because it's like yeah, it like, says 120, and your season's freaking six months long at the moment. It's like might as well drag it out as long as you can. I made it a 200 level season. Um, it was cool. They sh they showed off how you could like switch back to the first season if you didn't finish it and switch to the second season. So like the old seasons are still there. So it's literally just it's just selected just like on yeah. Master yeah. Chief Collection. They, yeah, they literally showed off. It's just it's literally just. Now is that is it like the so like if I got to like say level 76 first yeah. season. I could just go back and continue from seventy six on. Yeah, you could you could buy the season two and start working on it, and season one will always be there for you to return at level seventy six and finish it off whenever you want to. But whichever, but you can only work on one at a time. Mm -hmm. They talked about how the experience is gonna they're gonna continue working with getting experience. They're making challenges yet again easier. When you say getting experience, is in like. Level they're talking about yeah yeah they were or? talking they were talking about the rank like they're looking heavily at like the ranked playlists of how like your rank works because ranked is kind of silly everyone wants the Halo two ranked everyone loves Halo two ranked for some reason they do. Oh, yeah, Halo two ranked what, was great what was it what was so special there was actually like a number given to you and it went from like z like rank zero to like fifty and then when you hit fifty you got like the Onyx rank and it was like the special thing now it's just like the bar progress yeah. you don't you don't see like really nitty gritty specific like three tiers for every rank and then the experience people were wanting like you know, if you get, like, 3,000 points in a game, that should go to your battle pass. You should get, like, 3,000 out of, like, 10,000 per level or whatever. They said they were looking into that and stuff, and, um... Yeah, because sometimes people... I get some really fucking And then they said they were gonna on, on redo, like, re-look at the challenges and get rid of a lot of the annoying ones, like, where you gotta, like, get 10 kills with the Ravenger or whatever. Like, they said they were gonna get rid of, like, a lot of the lame... You know, I don't challenges. ever get anything like that. I, I get I always the worst ones I always get are like it, instead of just regular melees, it's always behind the back. Yeah, I, th I, I think they I think they secretly snuck it in because for the past like three or four weeks, it's been really easy for me. 
I haven't had, like, a challenge that I'm like, ooh, I don't want to frickin' get, like, ten sniper kills or anything. It's usually just, like, one kill with a weapon. Like, where was the, where's the three and five? I remember there being three and five kills with weapons. So it looks like we're getting there. One really cool thing, uh, like he said, he said he's specifically played network tests of co-op campaign, and it works perfectly. So it's on par to come out in September or they August. They mentioned or why they're getting rid of the tank gun. No. <laughs> Want to know why there's no reason to get rid of it? It's, You're so upset about that. I am because I, I have what uh, five days until the season starts. What was really interesting was the they campaign. said they've been uh, like secretly alpha testing, like sending sending alpha tests out to people for Forge mode for like the past two years, like trying to get Forge mode ready. I've been seeing leaks. So Forge stuff. mode is like looks like it's gonna be on par release but see as much as i like forge mode it's like i'm not that creative i'll play other people's levels yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's kind of the whole point i'm not super excited for that like it seems like it's going to be the biggest one but uh, uh i would expect so but uh w the last cool thing he said was like instead of new stuff coming out like every season on release so like the season comes out you get new maps you get new battle pass blah blah blah, blah. he said apart from that they're planning on doing these they call them they call them drop pods that's what they're calling them and every month when they like whenever they're working on something big or whatever and they get finished with it it'll come out that following like month so like if they if they like create a new map or whatever magically in the middle of a season it'll come out immediately as soon as possible rather than them pushing it back till the start of the next season or whatever but as of right now but as of right now November, it's them getting to the point to be able to do that still and it's like gosh like it's like it's taken you a year to get to the point where it should have been at release and it's like that's kind of it kind of sucks but if he had been there it's looking the year promising. before that test beta that showed off that yeah, we all yeah, hated yeah. we would be there now yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So like, I guess I can see why... It, se it why seems like it was just a massive crap mess. I just can't see them and letting then, it out like that originally. I would have just kept it delayed. I think I think it literally has to do with, like, huge higher management stuff. Because, like, it sounds like, from his perspective, like, all the people specifically actually working on it, like the people who created the Battle Pass, created the, the assets, created the levels, blah, 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 all of them are really upset that they can't get more stuff out. And it's like... I think it's because like management was just like, gotta get Halo out. It's like, hey, like this is this is the Xbox game. It has to be out. Show. You know, it has to be out because this is what the Xbox is. It's like we can't have Xbox without the Halo. So still, you gotta get I the Halo out. I just don't see Phil Spencer doing that. I don't know because he's like head honcho of so, Xbox, but there's people higher than him. I guess that's him. fair. But I guess Microsoft would have been telling him to push the push. I don't know. Never mind. Who knows. Wow. Well, so hopefully, I'm kind it's of you. You raised them slowly, a getting on track. You've raised them, but I'm still teetering because I have to wait till November. The new maps look dope. They kind of dove into the maps like a good the little two bit. That they've announced. Yeah, the, they looked the, really cool. The, it's one big team and one regular. Yeah. The regular it's a one. Big I team battle and an arena one. The big team battle one they dove into heavily. They did this big, huge, like cinematic kind of fly through thing, and it looks super cool actually. Uh, and then the the arena one looks looks pretty good. I'm I'm actually I'm actually more hyped for the big team battle one because the three big team battles we got now are like basic. So I've basically slowed down on my weekly stuff. I've gotten to the I haven't got I've not grinded in like probably a month. 
for anything. Wow. This this yeah. past week and maybe or the week what we have now and last week for the ten ride. Yeah. Those are the first two. I didn't even go for that one. Those were the two that were really good. I di- I didn't even do the the ten ride. I was we just didn't. like you know it's a color. It secretly has it wasn't patterns. Even for ten ride. It has patterns under the. But it wasn't even well. for ten ride, so it makes yeah. me think that it'll come back again. They oh something you'll really like. Uh, they said that they're slowly working on making all assets possible available across all armor cores. So like if you have a shoulder piece for the Mark V, they're gonna Good. eventually all I make it to where I, that shoulder is available for all armor cores. I didn't. Cores. I, I hated the fact that it was um, core specific. Yeah, it was locked into cores. Uh, that's good. Okay, that's something. The, that's the customization something. for this like season, the theme of lone wolves and stuff. I look, like I said, I looked at the first forty levels. It's really, really cool. Like yeah, it's I'll it's stu- it's stuff I've never seen customized I'll say for just Halo the, before. The season two logo where it showed like seven different Spartans standing yeah. next to each other. Just just going between. Them, yeah. It looks like I've. It looks like a Halo that I've never seen yeah, before. Yeah. It really looks like, like that. if Halo went, quote unquote, like a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. There's a there's a shoulder piece that has the skull. a uh, the elite skull on yeah. it. Yeah, that that was the one I saw and I was Man. like, okay, that one's pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, watch it be like a weekly awards or some bullshit. And then it's what's uh, one last little tease? There's like they're continuing the story mode of multiplayer. So like there there's kind of like this. So like from that training video. Yeah, like the training video and stuff. So there's there's new of that and they teased that on the stream and there was like. A really big like event that happened. So it was, it looks without spoiling cool. it, two like there's there's two Spartans that are like the two kind of like peace Spartans for the lone wolves. Yeah, theme. Th- th- I was saying isn't aren't isn't yeah. that what the fracture event's gonna be for the two? Because they showed off two. One looks like a fallouty armor, and the other one looks like a. Yeah, that's something different. There's two actual like normal guys. One looks like a mealish from Halo Reach, and then another one looks normal. But uh, they showed off, and like they they come back to the like training facility, and like one of them has like the AI chip in his head, and it's like glowing red, and like he's all like wounded and stuff, and then, like a little medic marine comes up, and he's like, "We gotta remove this," and the other Spartan's like, "You can't remove it; it'll kill him." And then that was like that was the tease, like that was it. So it was like he's got like some kind of corrupted AI in him or something. I was like, that's dope. So it's kind of like what we have with so it, so it looks but... like we're getting like actual like. Now is that Interesting what those event stuff. things were? Yeah. The, so yeah. it's not campaign. It's literally it's not just campaign. multiplayer. It's story. in multiplayer. So we're not getting anything campaign. No. Not by the sound of it. Uh your your actual customized Spartan will be in the cutscenes for the multiplayer story stuff though. So like any whatever customization you have That's for cool. your Spartan, it's gonna be in there. They did it for Reach. So and like they literally like the guy literally asked, he's like, if I have my like cyberpunk mohawk carbine thing, and he's like, yes, that will be in the cutscene. And I was like, oh cool, dude. Like no matter what you're wearing, you will be in the cutscene. Like, That's face. cool. <laughs> so yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Uh okay, so I'm still again you so raised it's, it. Yeah, still like kinda, it's, it's it's one of those things where you're like, oh, that that all sounds it's nice, it's bittersweet, and it'd be great if it was here now. But at least it is coming in six months. 
in uh yeah after a year after release so which is hard what you're to saying pull is i don't have to use any double experience <laughs> for this whole season yeah yeah if you're going to play yeah don't don't rush yourself just save everything and you've just got, play it my own you've got 6 content. months to get 100 levels of a battle pass and technically it doesn't expire so even if you know you well, don't yeah, get I would there say you if, can if just anything come back it would just be for the week the weekly rewards depending on if they're good or not okay yeah. So, final little tidbit of news. CinemaCon has been going on for the last week or so. Yes. Uh, CinemaCon is basically the giant event for all movie theater, pay, not, I want to say patrons, it's but it's the, not really, it's the, the, it's the, the employees. E3 of movies. For, but it's for employees. For it's employees. not really for the public. Yeah. It's for, I mean, E3's kind of slowly gone into public. Theater. E3 doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Let's be for real. the last couple of years, <laughs> uh, and this year, E3 is canceled, and I think it's, <laughs> I think after this, it's it's gone forever. There's still going to be the events. Year it'll be back. I bet next year it'll be back because they're doing uh, Star Wars Celebration this year, and if that goes through well, even because we're kind of getting on the tail end of COVID, sort of, I feel. Um, United States is no longer in pandemic status. We're not after we hit almost a million deaths. Um, so I don't think E3. At CinemaCon, each of these major movie companies, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Marvel, Disney, all them, they, they come in and they show off basically what's to come in theater-wise over the next year or so, or the next couple years, just to kind of show all of the theater owners, employees, all this shit. Yeah. So, DC, I, I was expecting when DC and uh, Warner Brothers came out that they would talk about The Flash with everything going on with Ezra Miller. They didn't mention it. Uh, but everyone was thinking because of this last recent outburst that movie wasn't going to come out. It's definitely going to come out whether they they redo Ezra's parts with yeah, somebody else. Small bits of news they did release. It just comes out in general out. because everyone's excited to see. My, it's about it's more about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Yep. That's what everyone is wanting to see. They're they're willing to forgive Ezra Miller <laughs> just to see Michael Keaton on there. And apparently, I don't know if you know this. Are you a big fan of? I mean, the first two. Batman movies. I mean, I, I remember them. Do you remember the lines well enough? I mean, God, no. Well, there was a line where he was like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah, yeah, okay. He says that in the trailer. No, and no. all these trailers that they showed off at CinemaCon are brought to be public. Uh, so not yeah. all of these they'll were be, very private. They're going to be coming out uh, into theaters and, and uh, online soon. Uh, but I'm really excited to see... Michael Keaton is Batman. Just hearing that that lines in the movie, I'm, it's it's weird because they said he has white hair down to his shoulders. Not like, ooh, I don't want to see Michael Keaton with Jesus white hair. I don't need it. It's it's a little Batman. Much. It's a little much. He's fine just in his regular look. I like him the way he normally like. Where is he out on the street? Like, make him look like that. Yeah, he yeah, looks like just, an, he, he looks When you just fine. look normal. He's just older. Why does he have to have long flowing white hair? Have to have freaking. It makes me think of. Uh, um, the Suicide Justin, Squad. Or jo Josh Duchamel's character from the, that Netflix show that got canceled. It was like a superhero. Yeah. He looked like Zeus or whatever. I don't know what it was, but he had, he had long white hair. You know who Josh Duchamel is? Yeah. From Transformers movies. I just don't know. It what lasted like Netflix one season. Thing. He was so excited for a second season, and then nobody liked it, so then nobody got it. There's no second season. Uh, he also looked like Schwarzenegger when he was oh, Zeus in that car commercial recently. But anyway, the big takeaway from that event specifically was the Batman sequel has been officially announced. We knew it was coming. Yeah, we all knew it was coming. But now it's but official. It's, it's officially yeah, official. 
going to happen. It's one of those things that when you get the official, you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but I guess fair, they could, had it, it to make it not. official. It could very easily not, but the reception was just too good to, to, to ignore. They knew it was going to happen, but still. Let's be real. I mean, they didn't think Dune Part 2 was going to happen. Until they forced their hand. Like, and they announced like, it the Specifically calling release. it Part 1. I don't know who fell for that one either, but someone probably did. I would say it just didn't put Part 1 at the beginning of the movie. Dude, just saved it like the they first, did, like the, they did for it. It was perfectly fine when you get to the yeah, end of the first one. It's like, oh, there's no way this is the whole movie. And then it says it, chapter one, and it's just like, oh god, there's a sequel. It, it really sinks in when Zendaya comes in at the very end and says one line, and then the movie ends, and you go, oh, hey, she was teased in flash forward, flashback, premonition, as spice as, dreams, as spice a dreams picture. She didn't uh, even say anything. But yeah, literally had one line. That the Batman movie. was officially announced. Um, they showed off several things for like Black Adam, uh, Aquaman, Shazam Two. All apparently look amazing. I wish I would know because they haven't released anything and they keep delaying these movies. All these movies were supposed to start coming out this summer. Black yeah. Adam was supposed to be out this summer. Yeah. That was going to be the first one. Uh, but we have to wait till next year. Um, oh well. Also, the next Mission Impossible movie, which is number seven was officially announced its title today after the movie should have been out a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, it is called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Woo! So that instantly tells Everyone's me... Everyone's doing Part 1s! Well, that makes me think that now number 8 might be the last one. Yeah, yeah, usually when you do a part, you know, it's kind of like... You're ramping you're up. You're getting near the end, you know. You're ramping it up. So, I think we're finally about to see... That. I was hoping we would go to 10. I wanted Tom Cruise to go to oh 10. Oh, my God. He could do it. He could carry that franchise to 10. They've done really well with I these think last it's, I think it changed years. when COVID hit, and he was like, oh, crap. It's going to take five years to make one instead of, like, a year and a half. This is true. I'm going to get too old for this quick. Uh... So he, he's coming in with his possible finale. Uh, Sony announced several things. They announced Venom 3. They announced Into the Spider-Verse Part 2. or Well, they already announced Part 2, which was Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. They said that that movie alone has 240 unique characters. Now, when I say oh, that, he, he the director came they out They counted and every single civilian that walks down New York City I, I was going to say, he clarified and said there's 240 <laughs> unique models of characters. Some are just background characters. But there's the, but there's a lot to deal with still. Whether didn't it, it's didn't he say like there was like forty like main main like show offs? Uh, possibly like I can't that. I can't remember specifically. Um, but it goes either which place way. across six Come universes. On. Just this second part. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I want one of them to be live action. We have to put a live action universe in there. It makes sense. That would be interesting. Uh, but they announced the third because originally it's everyone was like across the Spider Verse Part One. And we're like, oh, cool, it's a double-parter, but I, I hate when they keep the same titles for the second part. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Dead Reckoning, the, the, it may not stay part one. You know? Because Across the Spider-Verse wasn't part one for very long, because I guess people were coming out and be like, eh, don't make it Across the Spider-Verse part two, just make it a trilogy yeah. with three different names. So they did. They announced the third one is going to be called Beyond the Spider-Verse, which, I mean, sounds cool. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad to see that Sony finally realizes a, what properties of theirs a, works We're going to get a own remix hands. of the, the Beatles song, I'm calling it right now. That's going to be cool. That's like one of my favorite Beatles songs. 
Um, it'll be a re- it'll be a remix. Be the title it, won't, song. it won't be by the Beatles. No, so. you're right. But yeah. it might have parts of it in there. Uh, but that'll be the title it'll or the, a, the credit op- the credit song for the it'll second. Be the part. Japanese version, like the the freaking <laughs> the Bullet Brad Train. Pitt movie Bullet Train. I love that. They showed off more of it too. I, I hadn't watched a trailer for it yet. That movie looks funny. It looks what, so fun. What's with this kick? I mean, I guess John Wick really started it, but what's with the kick? Of all these just regular Joes getting into all these shitty situations, they just happen to be ex-military trained. I guess it's to be fair, they've been doing that since Die Hard. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a it's while. Been it's a, been a, it's been a little coming. bit of a trope. But I mean, specific like. I mean, you got taken. John. John <laughs> yeah. I have a specific. But set even of in skills. those movies, like th- those don't top John Wick level. Oh yeah, no. But God, even no. the movie Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Was very similar to John. I mean, that was. I written, need to it, watch that. It was written by the guy who wrote John. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Written. Uh, but it, so it's very similar fashion. When I see Bullet Train, I'm like, man, this is like similar because I guess it's more high octane. Yeah. Than, like Taken, it's just yeah. I, my blood pumps a lot more watching this movie than it did. Taken's like more of a mystery. Brad Pitt is also very funny seeming in that movie. Seems like he he literally has gone from like being a giant murderous mercenary to being like a yoga instructor or something. He's like Namaste, Namaste dude. Namaste. <laughs> uh, but th- those look great. Uh, what else was announced? There was something else. Speaking of John Wick, they announced a spinoff for John Wick called Ballerina with Anna Diarmas. Was she in one of them? Was she <laughs> it's part like, three? Bro, no. So why? We've never seen her before. Like, how can you have a spinoff if we've not? I don't think she was in it. She was in James Bond, but she was yeah, she was in James Bond. That's probably where they got it from. They're like, but oh, she's like, great. She's I, beautiful. I hate, she's beautiful. Put her in a movie. I hate when series don't finish before they announce a spinoff. Finish what you started. The thing first. is, you don't need a you don't need a spinoff of that because like it already is like just it is what it is. It's not something so gosh dang. Like they're having the TV show, the the freaking continental TV show or whatever, and it, the it's, and it's like, yeah, you're making it too big. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers. You know they're making it no, way no, no, too no. big. Lionsgate. It's Lionsgate, isn't it? Lionsgate. Warner Brothers is Matrix. Warner Brothers is Matrix. Lionsgate. I like that you just haven't put that on your case. I don't have one. You okay. gave me that, and you were like, whenever you get uh, John Wick three, here's a slipcase for you if it doesn't come with one. I'm like, alright. Probably won't now. Yeah, probably definitely <laughs> won't now. So it's there. <laughs> the hell, by the time you get it, there's, you're gonna get a collection. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna wait until five's out and see. Uh, there's if... probably gonna be. I, I'm hoping for six. Like I think six is a good. Solid. See him kill day. someone with the the tennis ball, Granny Walker. He could do. No, he just takes the tennis ball and just pelts somebody and lodges it into their brain. Uh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about at CinemaCon that was announced. Actually, I, I no, I haven't. I, I'm I'm behind. I haven't watched the Disney Marvel event yet. That was supposed to be yesterday. I fell asleep. I don't so know. we'll we'll continue on that in another day. But going into the main topic of today, we finally got to see a couple movies. Back so to much back. later. Uh, it's only forty minutes. It's a long podcast. Uh, we have finally seen two movies that I think go really well well together. Two grandiose movies. Uh, we first saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the new Nick Cage movie. And before we get super into this one, I, I want to I wanna talk about something that's been going on in my life real quick that evol- involves Nick Cage. So, 
Okay, I need some popcorn for this. this so recently at work, one of my buddies told me that he had never seen Con Air. Okay. And I was like, really? That's such a great movie. It's a good. It's almost thirty years old now. Like, and it's it's. I mean, it's cheesy as all hell. It's it's a very nineties action movie, but it's it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I told him that we would watch it, but I didn't own it yet. So I grabbed a copy for like eight bucks on eBay, and it finally came in on this past Monday. Day before we were going to see Unbearable Way to Massive. No, okay. And that night, Better Call Saul was coming on for the evening. Mm-hmm. I turned to the channel to watch Better Call Saul. Yep. And at the I ending remember. in front of my eyes is Con Air. They played and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was on TV. I could have just fucking record. I didn't realize how far ahead it was. And I was like, son of a bitch, I could have just recorded it. But you know what? It's fine. I like the movie. It's, it's a good movie. It's in my collection now. I've wanted it for a while, and it was cheap. I've wanted it for 30 years. Shut up. So, <laughs> I have to wait. I, I, it's at the very end of the movie, so I'm trying to not watch it, because it's like I, I haven't seen it in a few years. I don't remember every fucking detail of this movie. I want to wait to see it as a whole. So, I, I get past it, watch Better Call Saul, blah, 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 blah. So, we go see... A Miracle Way to Massive Talent at the theater the very next day. <laughs> and the literal opening scene of this movie is the ending of Con Air, right where I picked off at, in front of Better Call Saul. Literally the same exact spot. I couldn't have picked it any better. Any No no perfect timing has ever been recorded besides this before. This is, is ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not shitting it. Because you should have seen me. As soon as it popped up, I'm like... I'm like, are you kidding me? Like the same exact. Like, I, and so I'm just sitting here, like, okay, just kind of move on. I'm trying not to I watch got, this scene. I got to this buddy. <laughs> that was what I didn't want to hear. I wanted to hear him say it fresh, but I heard him say it in the theater in front of me again, and I was just like, God it's a little damn it! Dirty. And, and it pans away, and it, it the scene is a girl watching. Con Air on her TV, but it's just the fact that it's it could have picked any Nicolas Cage movie, any of them. Why did they pick the end of it Con ends, Air? It ends with such a good song. So when the very next day, Wednesday night, my buddy came over and we watched it. But I was just like, what the hell is going on? And and what's even more Nick-ception. funny is before before Wednesday night, we had went and saw Northman. Right after mm-hmm. Unbearable Weight, my dad joined us on that one, and when he was, I was riding back home the with him. The moment Nick Cage walked in, to the no, no, no I was riding back home with him, and I would, he asked me how Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent was, and I said it was really good. He's like, you know, I watched a Nicolas Cage movie the other day. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what was it? Con Air. And I'm like, oh, my God. Con I can't Air. get away from this movie, and I, I'm supposed to, I'm literally, I've got it scheduled to watch, like, <laughs> Universe, please, I'm going to watch it. I promise I'm going to watch Con Air. I I finally did Wednesday night. But I have never seen a movie (laughs) pop up so many times in so little, so little time, in such a little time period. It's one of the biggest ones. Still, I just... like Nick Cage, you go like, uh... But I mean... I mean, I get why it's, it's popped up because Con of Air. this new movie. National Treasure. But none of those people knew that the movie <laughs> opens with the ending of Con Air. Like, that's just pure coincidence. Like, the, I, the fates are telling you something. Uh, yeah, it was telling me to watch Con Air. And then, yep. so I, I finally did, but 
Sorry, I just I had to get that out of the way because that's been driving me nuts. Like, that's literally what's been going on in my life. Just the constant beratement of watch Con Air. Watch Con Air. But anyway, Massive Talent was really good. It was funny. It was a silly movie. You talk for a little bit. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, talking yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. Overall, yeah, it was, it was a silly It was definitely not what I expected. Uh, kind of the, the trailer is kind of kind of throw you off a little bit it, it seemed like it was going one direction but it was it was very it was a lot more tame than i thought and took it in a very different direction but since i've seen it i've been thinking to myself more and more about it more about the nitty-gritty <laughs> so it's nicholas cage playing nicholas cage now is it nick cage just being himself or is it nick cage portraying Nicolas Cage as how he would think the audience would view Nicolas Cage in a Nicolas Cage movie. That one. So it's he's not also, he's he, not just being himself. But he also is he has moments where I Nick think Cage. it's pure just himself. Like there was a moment in they showed it in the trailer uh, when he finds the wax sculpture of himself yeah. holding the guns. He's like it's grotesque. It's grotesque. He's like, how much did you pay for it? He's like, I paid six thousand dollars for it. It's like, I'll give you twenty. Give me twenty grand for it. For it. <laughs> it's like that. That just screams Nick Cage. Like I could see him because he he's always been that kind of person that has that kind it's of a Nicholas, taste. It's a Nicholas Cage inception. He's got that niche taste. Yes. Niche Nick has it, a taste. It, it was really cool and uh, yeah 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 I I liked how it it felt like a movie that literally just like like five people got together and made it like it was very. Like, it was, it was big budget. You know, you had Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage. But, like, it seemed... Tiffany Haddish. It really felt like they just all had, like, a goofy, funny time with it. They were just like, dude, we're f making a movie where you're playing yourself and you, you get hired by the CIA to spy on you. Yeah. It's like, how stupid is this? But uh, you, you said it a lot. The, there was loads of, like, scenes of, like, being super meta of, of <laughs> them, like... Because, like... Pedro Pascal's character wants to, like, make a movie. And With he wants Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage to be in it. And then Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage. And Nick Cage is trying to get into a movie, in the movie. And so it's, it's that clashes. Like, like and the whole movie is, like, where's the script? And it's... It, 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 the word meta has been coming up a lot in my vocabulary lately. But it, it, it really yeah. is, like... It was really... It was, it's like it was talking about itself the entire movie. Uh, which I thought was—I mean, it's funny. Yeah, there were there was there was a Not lot of really there was a lot of really funny moments where they were like talking about the movie they were gonna make together, and they're like, "Oh, we should have a scene where like the plot like continues on. We gotta have the hook or whatever. It's like we gotta have the big action-packed yeah, yeah, yeah. hook." And then, a... and then like the scene switched to a moment that was like a hooking like actiony moment where you're like, "Oh, oh some something big's happening," you know? And uh, more specifically, like the, they they said, "Let's have a drug scene," and they were both doing acid. Yeah. And they're driving along and they're talking about how we should have this in the movie, and it's like, it's right here. This is this is the scene, and then they they have this like heart to heart moment when he thinks he's leaving him on top of a wall and he's gonna lose him forever, and then they like, okay, we just need to calm down for a second, just sit, get our bearings, and then what was it he said? He's like, uh, they were talking. We need something like you said, a hook. We need something to further the plot. And as soon as he had said to further the plot, his phone rings. Yeah. And it's a text message saying, hey, did you do this, this, and this yet? And it's like, oh, plot device. I get it. Yeah. And it's funny because it, 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 it really does steer into itself. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's it works. Very few movies can know what it is from the beginning yeah. and just steer it in the and right it direction. And it kind of seems like a movie where, like, I'd, I'd be curious to see how much of it was, like, written out, like, sh- like actual, like, line-wise, or if it was more like, so this next scene, like, you and, like, Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal's character is going to be, like, trying to run away from these two guys. And it's like, all right, you guys go do go do whatever you need to do. Like, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like it was very, very improv. Because, like, yeah, they're trying to run away from these two guys, and they get to a wall. And they, they're like, we gotta scale over the wall. And, like, at that moment, it turns into, like, almost like a World War Two film where he's like, give me your hand! It's like, you're gonna make it, soldier! Get over the wall! He dropped him. <laughs> he, he straight up dropped him. And he drops him. He, 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 he so drops, hard. like, two feet, but he lands, like, super hard. He lands on his back, and it's it just, it was... They immediately, they immediately, mm-hmm. like, dive into the, like, super tropes of movies, like, left and right. And there's just so much, like, randomness out there. Like, they, they talk about their three favorite movies, and it's like, I wonder if that's actually, like, like Nick Cage watches that one weird... I don't even remember the German, name of it. it some, some German, German movie. Like, I wonder if that's actually, like, legitimately Nick Cage, like, has an interest in that Probably, movie. Yeah. Or, if it, or if it was something, like, some random guy found. Like, it'd be really funny if Nicolas Cage's favorite movie was a stupid German film. And that's another thing. is like, throughout the movie, I mean, even though, yeah, he is playing himself, I, I mean, I've heard him talk in interviews before. He he's like uh, Keanu Reeves. He loves move making movies. Yeah, he's a just, huge just to make cinephile. Them. Just to be in them, he just he loves that art form and because um, it's re- it's really cool. Because like yeah, he, at, like very early on in the movie, he, like the kind of the, the plot for the very beginning is him just trying to get a role as in his next movie. And like the whole time, he's just like, I have to do this. I have to be in a movie. It's, it's like it's all I know. He's like, I, and I love how he how he defends it. He's like. I was, I'm a generation where you put yourself into your work. Work is life. Mm-hmm. And what am I doing? I'm an actor. I'm working. And it's like... He's like, I never thought of it as, like, a job. I thought of it as just work. He and just it's, do and the work. I love how they say in the movie, like, they're like, uh, it's good to be back. And he's like, like, we ever went anywhere. Yeah. And it's true. He's always making he's, something. Yeah. It may not always be hits, but they're what, it's what he wants to do. Yeah. It, that's what I liked about it. He's... He does these big budget movies every now and then if it's something that's called to him, but especially in the last like three or four years, probably since Kick-Ass, uh, yeah. that movie, he's just been doing a lot of like lower budget like movies that I just wouldn't have expected him to do, but he acts the fuck out of them. It's, cur- it's curious, because like, yeah, like as of late, pretty much, yeah, since like Kick-Ass, he's gone in to do these like absolutely insane roles, and like no one actually knows if... He's lost his mind. Like who would have like, thought he'd been in a Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, like movie esque like thing. Mandy, the, the whatever what that movie that? was. Holy shit, man! Pig. It's like he's all he's all over the place with these like really weird roles, and it's like, has he lost his mind or like? But then you go back and you're like, well, Con Air was like kind of quirky, weird. Just you know, the way it's that like, he's, don't he talks put, like he's like, from put the Alabama, bunny back in yeah. the box. I got you this here. And then you go back even, like, (laughs) older, like, Raising Arizona. Like, he was a quirky in Raising Arizona. Like, he's always been a little, like, like, crazy. But then, like, National Treasure seemed, like, a little more, like, serious. But there was silly parts in it. So it's like, eh, maybe he's just... Maybe that's just Nick Cage. I think he just 
loves his job. He loves and like being it, an and actor. The, mo- the movie fits. I mean, yeah, if you if you love all of Nick Cage's movies, this one definitely fits the bill. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's all over the place in the movie, and it's just silly to see like a movie about Nick Cage just getting caught up in a, in a drug cartel, basically. It's like, what would happen if Nick Cage was trying to just get his next role and then he got caught up in a drug cartel? Yeah, it's just like pure coincidence. <laughs> uh, but I, I love that when he talks to himself, he personifies his inner voice as a young Nicolas Cage. Yes, the young young Nicky Cage. Nicky Cage in a leather jacket with the with the like. He looks like it's from. It looks like from a certain movie. Yeah, I don't know if it was supposed to be a character from a movie played or or not. But it was definitely like '80s Nick Cage, like super young, young fresh off the. I can't say fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat from wherever the hell that man came from. You know what I mean? He's just he's just green on green on the gills. That's. Because he because he came off the boat from getting fresh meat. caught. Fresh meat. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it was that's just... probably why he's so crazy. He was a fish and he got caught and put on the boat. So he's green from the so gills, fresh off the boat. So he's a merman. Probably. Watch him do a merman. Oh before my god! His, before his career is over, <laughs> he will be a merman back into the water. Zoolander three. Um, mer merman, and it's just Nicholas Cage. He's doing a Dragon movie. Like, he's really? filming one right now. Have you not seen this? No. Hold no. on. We have to take a moment because I have. I have to. Is it like serious? Yes. I he looks like it. Johnny Depp from Dark Shadows. Oh gosh, I never actually watched all that movie. I've seen bits and pieces. I'm intrigued. Oh my lord. Are you though? Wait till you see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. All all the actors did really good. In the movie, it was, I mean, it was, like it wasn't a movie that I'd be like, uh, like I would say that if you're a big cinephile fan, like if you if you love movies and you love the the thematics and the actual like how movies are made and the behind the scenes kind of stuff, like you'll really like the movie. And if you're a Nick Cage fan, of course, yeah. like you you gotta kind of know this, some of the references. This film was just it just felt like a really fun, just a fun little romp. Oh my. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what he's going for. But you know what? It's Nick Cage. Nick Cage loves yeah. being insane. I think I think he just he's really Nick Cage is just really good at like you see him and you go, gosh, that movie's gonna stick out, you know. He reminds no me what. of like Jim Carrey sort of in a way, where Jim Carrey won't do anything um, well, I mean he did grow I mean, as he was getting into fame, but like uh, Jim Carrey is more very selective. He said the role has yeah. to really speak to him before yeah. he really chooses to go into it or not. But for yeah. Nick Cage, I think he sees that, but he's a little more nonchalant about it. He doesn't quite... He's not as selective as like Jim yeah. Carrey, but he's like, ooh, that's an interesting role. I want to do it. Ooh, that's an interesting role. I want to do it. And because he is Nick Cage, and he's, these are all smaller films, it's yeah. like, ooh... I'm Nick Cage. I know I can get this role, especially if I express yeah. my interest to them yeah. before they find me. I think he, he very much has a good, unique view on his unique talents. Like, he, he looks at a role and he goes, I can bring something very interesting to that. 
that no one else could. And, he, and, then, and then he goes like, hey, I want to play Ghost Rider, and I'm going to go insane as my face melts off. And it's like, oh, yeah, no one else could have pulled out that, like, crazy face-melting scene in Ghost Rider. <laughs> in the jail cell? Yeah, I remember that. What's funny is, is IGN did a recent list of, like, most Nick Cageian films that he's done, and the first Ghost Rider wasn't even on the list, but the second one was. And I was like, what? really? You chose the movie where Bruh. he kisses fire? <laughs> like, out. that is the movie. I mean, to be fair, he's a lot crazier in that yeah. one than he was mm. in the first one, but... Yeah, the first one soft solidified it. But I don't know. Uh, what would you give it? For 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 what it is, you really gotta take it for what it is. Cause like if, if you don't like movies or if you don't like understand the kind of the concept of the movie, you're probably like really gonna hate. It. You're gonna be like, what the frick did I just watch? Like this was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I personally, out of all the knowledge and stuff of, of film and Nick Cage and all that jazz, 4 out of 5. Yeah, I, I'm teetering between a 7.58 era. Uh, the reason I say that is, like you said at the beginning, uh, this, it wasn't what I originally thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a comedy, but I thought it was going to be more of like a biopic Yeah. About, yeah, yeah. I thought literally when I heard The Unbearable Weight of Massive Town, I was like, that sounds like... It's, the, the the name of his autobiography. Yeah, like it se- <laughs> it seemed like it was very much gonna be more of Nick Cage being himself, but this it now thinking about it, it literally seems like it's Nick Cage playing Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You know, like so so yeah. yeah like I said, uh, a damn near eight. There were things like it wasn't my favorite movie that he's done, but oh, I definitely yeah. enjoyed myself. It was a very it. unique film for him. Uh, along with all other films he does. So moving on, this is the one. He, I you know, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, do one, one last thing. I saw like a little interview with him. He doesn't do social media at all. I didn't really realize, but he doesn't. He's not a social it. media person. I could see it. And uh, Very he, old school. he did a, he did like an interview, and he like got on social media and looked at all the like trending memes of him and stuff, and looked at it all and like answered some questions and stuff. And he was just, like, really thrown off by a lot of things. He's like, oh, really? That, of all things? That's so weird. Whatever. And, uh, one funny question. The only the only two I remember is they asked him why he named his son Kal-El. Apparently he named his kid Kal-El. Kal-El. From Superman. And, uh, no. So he named it after, like, the old Hebrew meaning of the name. And I was like, oh, wow, this guy knows some stuff, apparently. Right. Which he'll I guess say, probably say originally. Which I mean, I imagine when Superman was created, they go Kal El because of the Hebrew name. So you know, you know, technically he named it after Superman, but also Superman took it from the Hebrew name of Kal El, which I forgot what he said it meant. It, it didn't mean hope; it meant something else, which was funny. Well, hope that was literally but, Zack Snyder's yeah, version. Yeah, that, that's yeah, new. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that was interesting. And then uh. They asked if his abs were real in Ghost Rider when he has the shirtless scene in Ghost Rider. He, he's ripped, you know? And he was like, yeah, that's actually me. And I never did it again because no one believed they were real. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, wow, okay. That's, a, that's one. It's very interesting to think of, like, you know, if you see I mean, you see an actor, you know, like, 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 yeah, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't see his abs. Yeah, but yeah. But in Ghost Rider he's actually like shirtless. shirtless and you see him like with the full six pack or whatever. 
But it gave me an interesting thought of like, oh, you know, you see all these actors of like all their abs and stuff, and people like freak out or whatever. Like freaking, we had the whole Twilight era of the. I think it's because like most of them go from flabby to not too shabby. Like look at uh, Chris Evans. I mean, he was already pretty built, but then he did Captain America, and yeah. everyone was just like, oh my god. And then you got like Chris Pratt, who went from Parks and Rec, who looked like me, to yeah. Star Lord, chiseled, and it's just like. What are these guys doing? <laughs> or like uh, Chris Hemsworth? Holy shit, Chris Hemsworth, dude's like the mm-hmm. pure idea of muscle. Like, if oh. anybody wants to be like anybody, every, all men want to be like Chris Hemsworth. He's just got like who was his the arm muscles are are probably like about as big as my head. I'll say him and the Rock, <laughs> pretty toe to toe on most muscular men in this industry. I was really tying this in with the next thing. Sorry. You didn't hit it. Well, you're you're going down the list, and I was like, you're gonna get to the tie-in of so of Bill Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård. That's I'm sorry, the brothers. I that, mean, you know, they're they're I'm all sorry. family. I'm We're sorry. all family here. I well, there's the dad and the two brothers. So so as continuing no, the you're list, right. his character name was Bill. What? What? In 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 uh in True Blood. No, Bill's the main guy in True Blood, which is fuck. It's been so long since guy. I've seen True Blood. <laughs> I forget his name in True Blood. Actually, to tell you the truth, Kevin. No, <laughs> no, it's something else. I thought anyway, it was Bill. Damn anyway, it. he got so so. We went and saw the Northman, and Alexander Skarsgård is the main guy. And son, talk about a built Ford truck, man. I have been um, so so I got I gotta say I'm you know no homo here but I have been amazed by that the back those back muscle thing I'm not a biologist but like it's the, the freaking the collarbone back no, 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 muscle things whatever the hell it is that is insane to me his were like from his I'm, ears yeah like it was literally huge and I was like holy crap because I'm I'm a skinny Shoulder guy muscles. I'm I'm fit. But I'm a Shoulders. I'm a I'm a skinny guy, and I'm just like this right looking at the back like chunk. I was just like, God, like how do you get that? Like how does that even freaking form? I was like, Jesus, God. <laughs> a lot dude. of these. But uh, yeah, the guy he said he like ate like every two to three hours and just constantly worked out, and I was you like, being oh like asleep. God, ding, ding, ding. Like Jesus, just the 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 bulking up. Cause what was funny, like I didn't really I didn't watch the Tarzan movie. I don't know how ripped he was in Tarzan. Not as, but... But, yeah, not as, clearly, but... Also, this there. one, he was more, like, hunched over. He was a like machine. <laughs> he, had to, he was a He couldn't hold up machine. all the muscle. <laughs> it was just but, uh, so much muscle, he was Like, the, the last thing I really, like, saw a lot of him was, I loved True Blood, and I watched him in True Blood, and what's so funny, in True Blood, he's just this tall, lanky vampire <laughs> then i go see northman and i'm like dude this guy's turned into a freaking machine over here <laughs> and right, this was a fucking truck the whole the, yeah the, like every scene where he just like is you know yet again no homo or anything not that i wouldn't but like you know <laughs> he he's <laughs> built freaking like you just look at him and it, it would be Honestly, I would be 100% terrified to, like, see... Like, if I was filming that movie and I was in there as, like, a bad guy or a random person and I see him, like, just trudging through town, I'd be like, sweet Jesus, God, I need to leave. So, the reason for that laugh that I just... You figured out his name? 
His name's Eric. Eric, that's but right. God damn. Do you remember his last name? Oh god, no, I can't even remember his first name. Eric Northman. No, is it really? That's right. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh wow. How funny is that? <laughs> I just that, that's why I let out that big laugh right there. It's like, that's so what's funny. his name? Oh. Eric Northman. Isn't like, that ironic? Oh, what a coincidence! But uh, anywho, so so the Northman—we've we've we've gotten our love for how freaking machine built this man is. That movie, hot dang! I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. That is now right now my movie of the year. That's it's. I really liked Batman. It's up there. Batman Sonic was one. really was my movie of the year. I like this more than Batman, and only because as much as I liked the Batman. I already kind of knew what the Batman was going into it. Yeah. This movie, Everyone I had Batman. no idea what they were going to show me. And a lot of things that they showed in the trailer happened early. Yeah, that was really cool, too. Uh, and we were even talking about in the theater, that, that scene at the end of the trailer where a guy throws a spear and he catches it midair and throws it back. I was like, dude, this is happening really early. And you looked at me and was like, that's not necessarily a good <laughs> thing. And I'm like... It feels like a pretty good moment right now. And I then, said that's not a bad thing. And uh, oh, because I, because I, I meant like there's I you like meant, I we're you, getting that out of the way for more freaking insanity. I thought you meant like that's not necessarily a good thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, just because they're showing a scene from the trailer, early, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a bad movie. That's all. It's always a good thing when you get when everything shown in the trailer comes real early, because then there's who knows what happens next. You know? But I was just blown away by this movie, <clears throat> not just. Just, I mean, the plot was okay. I mean, going into it, I was like, this movie is basically The Lion King. It's father is a king, son's a prince. Father gets killed by uncle who wants to be the king. You nail it down that low. You're looking at, I mean, I mean that, the that's over, just the, the overarching that's story. The yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. literally the trailer. Like, I'm summarizing what the trailer is. I thought it was going to be a lot crappier than it was, story-wise. I did too. Because the, 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 the trailer really highlighted the like, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, fool. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be your basic generic Lion King revenge story thing. Yifty doodle day. But it was a lot more than that. Yeah, there, was, there was a lot it. more, and I was really happy And the visuals in this movie alone were just some of the best I've seen in a movie. Mm. Uh, from the, the opening, um, just that opening shot of the mountain with... First of all, that was Willem Dafoe narrating. Everyone, everyone loves Iceland. And period. I did not realize that. It took me a second to think that that was Willem Dafoe doing that mon- kind of that monologue I did at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. But he's just going into it, and if you don't really pay attention, it's like, fuck, that's Willem Dafoe sounding all scary right there for a minute. And uh, Pulling out the old man grizzled voice. They all did it. Every single one of these people in this movie had this guttural... Yes primalism yeah the, the, what was so cool was just like how because the literally there there really wasn't like one moment in the whole movie where i wasn't just like honestly where i felt like i belonged in a viking world i thought i was in like it. i felt like i, I was, I was there. there at the times where there was no modern humanism there was no cell phones or anything like that it was freaking wow. axes chopping down trees and stuff Viking things. To be fair, <laughs> this was what? 800 AD? 800 eight, eight, AD? 849 something, AD? I think it was 879 or something like that. I don't know. It was, it was before 900. And that was like, what? 
1,200 years ago. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. We've only had cell phones for like 20 years now. 30 years. No, you get my point. Um, but it, you're right. It, it was... It put... It, I felt however it did it. I felt instantly planted... Yes. ...into this world. Um, which is hard to say because I didn't get that way from his last couple movies. I, I haven't watched The Witch... Uh, everyone says the, the witch, witch was is good. really good. Yeah, I liked it. It's not. I I thought it was gonna be one of those like half-ass horror movies, but I might I might watch it. Uh, I I like the lighthouse, but I'm not like I still to this day don't know what the I, fuck I saw. I I don't know. Very I, much I, enjoy the lighthouse. The only thing I get from that movie is shit can go down at a lighthouse. Don't you dare kill a seagull or if you're at a lighthouse. But. I just that, to this day I still have no idea what we thought, what we really saw that day. Like that was just a, that was a mind fuck in itself. It was but HP Lovecraft. But he comes in with this movie. <clears throat> Sorry. And if he does more movies like this, this, is, this felt this, like Gladiator. This was the creme de la creme. I felt like Gladiator. You're right. Yes. I felt like I was instantly put into this time period. If I had to like you know like if you pick a movie of like a, like a period piece movie where you're like give me an action period piece like Gladiator is like one of the first things. Braveheart. Like, Gladiator. Braveheart. You know like those two are like huge. Like this one's straight. But at up the there. same time, it oh, also yeah. kind of felt like an indie film. You want a Viking movie? Freaking Northman. Straight up. It was like though it was like Braveheart and Gladiator without that. But I mean, I don't know how much the budget. Let's see, that's not what the budget was in this movie. I don't know, but but it felt like a, it, loads it, of good actors. It felt like a like a like an indie film still. Some, yeah, some, some of those yeah, shots just still felt very. Yeah, some of the like I was yeah I was gonna bring up uh, some of the shots like hankered on the Green Knight. We talked about the Green Knight that we went and saw last year. It was very very artsy fartsy. Very low budget. Yeah, that's a pretty low budget, but I mean, you filmed it all in Iceland where there's nothing there, so you know, just you gotta buy a helicopter to transport people there. Maybe it didn't do so well though. It's only gross like thirty. So yeah, critics really bashed it. That was interesting. At first, like critics bashed it, saying it was just a a boring movie that just had some dope action, and I was like, well, I mean, that that's kind of what IGN? we want. You know, I don't know where. That's just kind of like the general like overview i saw like just cr critics critics were literally saying like oh the story was kind of lackluster but the action was cool it's like it's a cool action movie and i was like wow i was like no because like my whole gimmick of it, it it felt like a video game like even story-wise watching that movie there was literal moments where i was like i actually see myself doing that in a video game and, like, we, we kind of talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is way better than Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I said, I said it made me want to play. This is way better Valhalla. than that game. I, considering I haven't played much of it, I'm just saying... I mean, Valhalla is a great game. Don't get me wrong. It just wrong. really like, made me want to awesome. get into the Viking stuff. But, like... If I had never oh. known anything about Vikings and watching this movie, I was like, damn, I like Vikings now. Like, I, I want to watch that Viking show just to see if it is anything yeah. like this at all. I, you, you, it made me really want to just you know go out in the wild with a with an axe and just you know take a woman ch chop people's heads off and slaughter people and burn down a, a wooden hay roofed building and scream and howl and and go crazy the bloodlust was grand it it seemed like everyone had a blast doing the movie you know like like, we were kind of saying, like, with the unbearable weight of massive talent, everyone had fun making that movie, but with, like, the Northmen, like, it, it actually seemed like everyone just 
was fully ready to just submerge into bestiality. (laughs) Just full-form, primal, angered nature. So... I, I believe that some of them probably feasted on raw meat during filming. It would not surprise me at all. First of all... Uh, I want. I got this. I got to get this out of there. At the very beginning, when the whole like moment when the uncle takes over, and the the kid has to run away mm-hmm. because he's gonna get killed, he slices the nose off of one of these guards. Yeah. Sorry, I have to say it, but the first thing that came to my mind was, "Got your nose." I don't know why. It's just you know. It, ow. And then he, oh, and then later and he comes back in the so, future yeah, well, and he cool gets off as, the yeah. fucking so we, boat. So yeah, we get to see kind of a prequel and then we do like a time jump. I loved how they handled the time jump because it just said years later. Yeah, we I like that. No been. specific time, which was really nice because like he was a kid in the beginning, now he's an adult, and all the adults didn't age because that's Much. how movies. That's how movies. They work. did. They got yeah, gray yeah. Hair. They kind of got gray yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, the brother was like pure raven black hair, and yeah. then the, 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 like the, the kid, the kid of was the a, was bad guy was now like an adult. Or it was a baby. Or was yeah, a baby. he was a baby at the beginning. He was like one year old. So or I guess whatever. he was technically older than him or whatever, but you know, whatever. Oh, but the, 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 the dude with the nose, man, we come yeah, back. Yeah, the dude with the, the dog, nose comes back. He blows a and snot he... bubble. Or not a bubble, he just blows <laughs> it out of his nose. And I was just like, it's like a whale's blowhole. Ew! Oh, that was so cool. And, and then he gets his comeuppance towards the end. We'll talk about that later. But, but without going too into the plot, can I say the only thing about the entire movie that I just didn't care for? And I think it's it literally just a visual thing. So there's a moment, two moments actually, we see it happen twice, when uh, we see the literal interpretation of rising to Valhalla where the Valkyrie comes to collect you and takes you to the next plane. Well, it shows the Valkyrie's face, and like, it kind of looks like the boy, but I I guess it's some woman, but she looks like she has braces. She has has, this metal shit across, a a line of metal across both gaps of her teeth, or both sets of teeth, and I was like, Looks like braces. I, something about that visual. I don't know. It may, it may, it may be accurate. I, I could be completely wrong. I, but just I took that it. as uh, you know, if you're a if you're a bloodthirsty, crazed Viking that is all about murdering and raping and pillaging and and mass murder, if you had braces, the amount of damage you could do with biting is like triple folded. Yeah, because you have the was metal garls in your mouth. But I don't think that was a thing. Oh, why I, not? I could see them having actual like <laughs> metal teeth where they were so badass they took like a shard of metal and just stuck it where a tooth used to be. But actually, like somehow putting metal up, a, up to flat, I don't know. I just I don't see it. Just she's it, a Vi- She's a she's a Valkyrie. But don't even from the trailer, when I saw the first trailer and I saw that, I was like. Did they digitize those braces off of her teeth? Like, I don't know. It yeah, just, it, 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 it yeah. I, I noticed it too. I was like, oh, she got like braces or some kind of metal thing. But I was like, oh, she's a Valkyrie. She can have whatever the hell she wants. So like, I, I kind of dismissed it. But like I said, at, at the same time, that's the only thing that stuck out is like, yeah. I don't really care much for that. But all the, the all the Viking history and all that stuff, it felt very like real. I felt like I learned things about Norse mythology and stuff. There was a lot of dopeness. The atmosphere was great. There weren't, like... While the shots were really dope, while I was like, oh, that's a great landscape shot, I was like, it never... For whatever reason, it didn't, like, stick out as, like, oh, this is the groundbreaking shot, you know? 
or whatever. It's like, that shot's really dope. But maybe that was just because, like, the whole movie was just, like, high octane, you're a Viking, you know? And I was like... Yeah, it really didn't didn't stop. There was maybe a couple lulls, but nothing long, very long at all. This I love this shot right here. It's, it's, it's This video is showing the scene of them uh, sieging that little fort at the beginning. And Dad pointed this out to me, and it took me out of it. But having rewatched it right there in front of my face, like... He runs up to the side of the fort and he just takes his axe, jumps, and kind of yeah. just kind of starts climbing his way up. And Dad was like, "Oh yeah, well the, at the angle that they show him climbing, there was probably like a ladder there or something." But then like it shows the front and then it yeah. pans to the side. Like there's just w- logs. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I mean, I'm wondering if he actually did like climb so, his way up this thing. So he's got the muscle. So to what's do it. interesting? I don't know how long. I want to say it's from the moment after that where he's on top and he jumps down onto that guy on the horse from that moment on for sure i don't know anything before but from that moment on for sure it's one whole shot the whole action sequence is one whole shot from when he gets to the top of it where he jumps off that whole scene going through the village that's one whole take is that just from what you saw when we were there i literally no i it was an interview with him he said it was one whole take so maybe, maybe, and I was like, "Holy crap! It's a it's a whole raid going on, and he's like murdering." Well, people. I was just gonna say, I was like, from it's looking one at whole it, take, and I was like, "Jesus!" The camera showed that it starts behind them, on the hill. So yeah, I don't I don't know and about it, the it, getting it, into the it fort. It panned but, around. There yeah. was no cut. Yeah. And it just lifted up. Yeah. So I, I I can't so I kind of wonder maybe if that's like. The scene of you right here that you're talking about. But I was like, boy. It's, it's really cool. breakdown we, with Robert Eggers We get a lot of dope. Stars. Like, we're getting a lot of these, like, long takes. Like, 1917 was, like, an amazing movie that was just kind of done as one, to be seen as one whole take. Yeah. You know, there was, there was a little was like bit here reasons. and there. And of, and, of course, there was, like, cuts, but it still was made to look as if it was one whole go. But, like, we're getting this, like, crazy stuff where, like, imagine the choreography like you're literally choreographing a giant viking raid on a village and you get that all in like one you know go it's like good lord dude it's like absolute viking brutality you know and yeah you you really felt in the moment like i said it it felt like a video game to me i felt like a viking I, w- I watched it and I felt like I belonged and wanted to just go yeah, like rampage. Said, it, 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 it invoked this primal yeah. <laughs> thing out of me. Like, you I go, was, I you was go, wired. Like, you go see, yeah, yeah, I was like wired and adrenaline rush. Like, you go see, like, Aquaman or whatever and it's like, oh yeah, gosh, that like, that was fun or whatever. Or like, this one and just, then, like, like spoke. Oh gosh, like, Jason Momoa, he's like really built Ford tough or whatever. But this movie, you were just like, I am a Viking warrior. And so I will Jason Momoa does stuff like that in his movie. He's got that that Maori chant. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you gotta learn. It's like, but I'm like that. That's that, that kind of like. But this is like. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like pure, just guttural like, screaming no and howling there's and no words blood it. splatter and death. That was funny. Uh, Dad was talking to me when we were leaving. He's like, I was really kind of worried at the beginning there because <laughs> all of a sudden they start running on the ground, acting like wolves, howling yeah. at each other. And I'm like, what the hell is this movie brought me to, Tana? Ready and I'm into like, an acid trip movie I'm of like, weirdness. Can you imagine if this movie had scenes in it like The Green Knight? There was a little bit of like, yeah, so like, yeah, I kind of bring up The Green Knight. We kind of teetered on some weird scenes like the, the initiation the scene when he was a boy. And the tree. And the tree. the tree. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, we're kind of, but it was like also like, oh, that's kind of Norse mythology prophecy stuff. I was like, it, it was very fitting in there. And uh, yeah, it was, oh God, yeah, it was just, oh, so cool. <laughs> Many a praise can be said about this movie. Like, I, I, I don't know why the critics bashed it so much. Like, I, I don't, I guess they, they didn't, they didn't, they, they weren't invigorated enough. They didn't get Maybe it. Maybe they were too old and they were just like, I couldn't do that anymore. My body's too old. And I was just like, I am a Viking. Like, I could literally, I don't know why, my skinny little self was just like, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go cosplay a Viking and tear through the town. <laughs> but, uh, even, even Anya Taylor-Joy, I like her, but I didn't really, really like her until this movie. Oh, really? And that's not because she had a sex scene in it. How dare you? It's because, I don't, I feel like she really, like you said, each of these actors in this movie, they really felt like they gave it their all. Yeah, like, like it, it literally when, like, seemed when she's on the like there the there end, were moments praising, calling forth the yeah. gods to help protect Amleth and let the winds fill the sails so they can escape. Yeah. Just just that performance that she gives on that boat, I was just like, okay, I could see you as a you're gonna be a big actress here in the next like three or four years. There was like, there was stuff like <laughs> so many little things, but it really felt like they were just fully immersed into it. like you go to like a renaissance fair or whatever and you're like oh that guy's dressed up as the blacksmith and he knows how to blacksmith it's like that's cute but this it literally felt like they gave up their entire lives and they became like a viking warrior or whatever i was like they are a viking like they're not an actor anymore this is no longer a movie they are a viking warrior she yeah, is I, a she is I, a norse sorceress seer lady i was like this is some i wouldn't be surprised this is if they went dang. through like some kind of process like norse like yeah, like a detoxifying thing. thing of like leave all things behind. You are now going into the Viking world or whatever. And I was like, oh, just so much good. Like every little waking moment was very like method acting almost to me. It seemed it was like they fully believe they are a crazy Viking warrior come to prophesize and get revenge on their uncle. <laughs> and I was right. like, yes. And even uh, even the music. Just I was just all up in the music. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I I lost track of some of the music and some of those big action scenes. Yeah. But like when it was just music, like panning over like the mountain or the water or some shot like yeah. that, it was always really like you. I don't know if you saw me. <laughs> I was starting to like yeah. beat my beat my knees Lots with, of the, good with the war drums. drums. Yeah. Um, but there was a I I without going too much into it. There's a there's a final battle. And like. It, it gave me very big uh, Revenge of the Sith, Mustafar, yep. Final Battle vibes, mm -hmm. just visually, like, because we don't, you don't ever see that except for Episode 3. How many movies do you see where there's, not necessarily the final battle. fight, but just a, <laughs> a fight near or around lava or volcano? Yep. It's just so striking to oh, see yeah. those visuals in those scenes, and I'm People consider like that the lightsaber duel in Avengers is like, oh, yeah. the top that's the... sword fights that's... in cinema. Like, this, I mean, I mean, granted, it wasn't really a top notch. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't sword like fight. It was Viking brutal. Fight. Definitely in my top most memorable. Fights. Oh yeah. Just because of the the, the volcano well, setting alone. So yeah. So I said it a couple times, but the whole movie panned out to me like like I literally could if they made this movie into a video game scene for scene like it. I'd see it fully playable. Like, honestly, it has all the cliches. You start out with, like, all your abilities, you know, and they do the raid on the village, and then he he kind of becomes he becomes that. a slave to a degree. You lose all your abilities, and you work your way back up. 
He goes on, like, the mission to get the, like, special sword that's only for the main player. And, the, oh, that was so cool. The whole getting the that sword confu- scene there, there was, a was about so dope. That confused me. Uh, yes, I, re- I love that whole... It, it felt like a It Dark felt Souls. like literally going on a quest to get your, like, weapon or whatever. And, like, a, soul, a big whole special event. You, like, go into the underground tomb thingy. And there's a whole, like, boss you gotta fight to get the sword. Mm-hmm. And then he's... Oh, it's so cool. I was like, this is just a video game done in a movie. <laughs> so, the whole sword thing. Like, he had moments where he couldn't draw. And nobody could draw it, obviously, because it was yeah. his sword. Yeah. But then, like... Then he would come back in like the next scene, and he would be using it. Like there was there was a moment when he was gonna use it on Fjolnir, but it was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do this in front of a volcano. That's why it won't let me. But then like the next scene, well, it'd the, be the, like night, and he'd be killing all these guards. But is he using a different yeah. sword? Or is it the same sword? Did, or? You, did you not watch the movie? I I must have missed that little bitty the, the, bit of detail. So he got he got prophesized to go get the sword, and the sword, uh, the the whole like curse and charm behind it was that you could only draw it at night. I missed that part. That yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. just so into the and battle. So when, I, I missed... so when he was about to kill uh, his uncle, the crows crowed like the crow, like announcing the sun was rising, and like that. And then he tried to pull it, and he goes, okay. and then like he climbed on the roof, and the sun was coming up, and like it was like, oh, it's it literally the crows crowed, that, that and one, sunlight hit, so the, line, the, you couldn't. That, that, yeah. I must have been just so into that yeah. really dope boss battle. I missed. I missed. And then that yeah, little... at, at night, that's why he did everything at night with the sword. Okay, because I was, was like, draw the sword. Well, I because I figured it was just locking because it's like, oh, I can't kill the main boss until I'm at the place. No, oh, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I get it, but then it's like, he could still use it when he then he used yeah. it at night, and I was just like. Because I, I missed that. Thank you. I, I missed. I missed. That. I yeah, was just so I was lost like... <laughs> in this movie, dude. But yeah, I, I love that because like that's a very like video game slash like D and D style weapon of like it has a special like parameter you have to use. I was like, oh, that's like a that's a weapon in a video game kind of thing. Like, oh, you can only use like it has a special power or whatever. I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like how many little like video game feels and then yeah the the final boss or the final fight scene of the movie is on top of a volcano and i'm like it rung it rung very metal gear solid to me it was like the final showdown yeah. and just the the slugging at each other they're they're both naked uncle's a, <laughs> a fucking cheater he's like I, I saw him back there too like he was just hiding yeah he was just I thought crouched, it was Gollum like, for a second he's like, like is this lord of the rings is that Gollum over there crawling over the rocks and then he fucking comes out of the shadows like a little bitch like really you're that scared of that your was, nephew that, that he's that, dope uh, to be fair scar cheated in the lion yeah. threw ashes into his eyes. I was like I was that. waiting for like some lava, like the dip the sword in lava and try to like that, sling that the lava, been, and that I was like, oh, something like, like lava like splattering on him and like. I guess that was too him. on the nose for lion king oh, because he literally scratched those embers. Oh. They can't be that similar. Uh, but uh, can we talk about some of the cool sword deaths? One oh, one oh. particular sticks yes. out. I'm sure it's the same one that you're thinking of too. The noseless man. <laughs> he finally he gets him up his against revenge. This thing, and he just slowly just digs it into the nose hole. It's cool. Yeah, he he says he came back for him too. Like he's like, remember the boy who slid off your nose? He's like, he's come back for the rest, and he just yeah. slowly just squeezes it through. And I was like, oh yes. Also, that also kind of confused me. So she earlier in the film, they say that they can't just go and kill them all with a sword. They gotta make it look like something's happening to them. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anya Taylor-Joy finds a Mario mushroom and they cook it into the <laughs> stew. It literally is a red... Yeah, it was, it was red a Red-capped mushroom with white spots. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. literally that. Uh, and the they all start tripping. They all start tripping, but looked like a majority of them were just killing themselves. Yes. So why did the noseless man not? Some of them just killed themselves. I just thought it was odd how he was tripping balls. Every All of them were, like, c- cutting their throats and shit. Some, of, just some of them didn't, some of them did because he killed, like, five or six people in that little, like, run through the night there. So I think, you know, some of them just had a really weak mind. I guess. They couldn't handle it. I just thought it was odd. That Maybe they were tripping out so much that they just decided to kill themselves they couldn't handle it. They're like, oh, God, I'm tripping so much, I just gotta end it. Maybe. Again, I was just so lost in this movie, I didn't really care about details until I started thinking more about them. The, the, the I loved, like, definitely the, the very first one where he's raiding the village. Just the momentum of just, he was just constantly, like, moving. Like, he didn't, like, stop and do, like, a duel against someone. Like, he just freaking tore was, through people. That was something. I thought, it, it, as much shit was going on, it seemed like he had a lack of things to do. A little in that in that yeah, opening yeah, raid, yeah. it's like it's like I guess to be fair, he was like the big one. But yeah, it's like, like nobody it, wants it to was, get in his. It was path. cool. Like he he chopped through like a guy's shield with the axe, and I was like, God, dude, he's freaking unstoppable. And he, I loved the one he grabbed the guy and like pinned him up on the yeah, wall. Yeah, that was literally. I love seeing like, they've done that in other movies. Yeah, they've before. done it a lot. He like sticks and the just, sword in his neck and just like drags him, yeah. drags him across the like wall and just slowly slits his throat. And I'm like, they've oh, done, dude, just, it just don't, like it. don't stop. You know, yeah. it's just to keep going, choo choo train. <laughs> I mean, he really fucking was. And I was just like, oh uh, god, it's so cool. But yeah, like, if, if, I don't know what, I mean, we say this, all this death is cool, and like, that that was the whole thing about the movie, but, uh... I mean, Vikings it, it, do it, it's what they was. It's what it's mo- all about. I'm saying most movies can't get away with that. I mean, it's literally, it's like, it's senseless violence, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked, it worked so well, I mean, it's, it's the point, that's what they did. Yeah. Uh, but in, in any other movie, even if it was, like, written in, like, that's who they are... It wouldn't work. So oh, yeah. why it's, is it that because we, we just, we don't know. We weren't there 1,200 years ago. We assume this is how it was, but we just yeah. kind of suspend ourselves in that disbelief. Um, and I think that may have been part of why it didn't work for critics. Because it's like, okay, we get yeah. it. Is this movie just senseless violence? Like, what are I, we doing? Yeah, I think by the time they get like... into it, they're just like, oh, I kind of see where they're going. Yeah, but see, we got it from the fucking get. I think yeah, I think they kind of they kind of looked at it in like a really weird critical way, you know, because that's kind of their job and all that jazz. But like, I you know it was very paced well. Like you had the action of the beginning and then the, the action. Yeah, like I said, there, there the, wasn't really the any lull. There was kind of a lull beginning. when he came back. And then when he came back, yeah, after he cut his hair and everything. Yeah, but I I also liked the like prophecy planning and stuff. Like they they planned to like. How are we gonna that get this cool whole job with done the, with the and witch. all that jazz? The witch was she had the bones hanging in yeah. front of her eyes and it looked. It was that great. was uh, by the way the person who played like that seer lady. Her name's like Bjork or something. Oh, like so it's, she's it's, very she's, much she's very Viking and like she hadn't been in a movie for like fifteen years. Like she hasn't done that. For, she does a lot of like uh, oh gosh I don't know like the folk Icelandic folk Viking singing. 
Like, she does a lot of actual singing There's stuff. a lot of that throat singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of the throat like, singing. Kind of like guttural. Makes you just want to murder people singing. Let's be real. You know? And, uh, yeah, she, so she hadn't done, like, a movie in, like, 15 years or something. So it's, that was, like, a really big deal to, like, see that. Because, like, she was fully on Norse seer prophesized lady. And I was like, oh, dude, so... Every little thing was just like, you got, you got the right people to fully just descend into Viking awesomeness. <laughs> now, I'll definitely say the movie ended differently than I thought it would um, without going into like too many spoilers. Big fan at all. I, I, I'm trying to think of how to say it without spoiling it. Which character? The main. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I thought, I, I at least thought he would have I can't say it without spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. I was, I was like, yeah, okay, it's gonna be massive spoilers. Fine, spoilers. spoilers. I thought spoiler was, I thought territory from here on out. I thought it was gonna come out. I was, I was expecting, yeah, prof, like, I was, you know, the, the whole, out. the final battle, he, he just kept, I mean, yeah, it, I was really thrown by, his uncle would have been the fact that, pussy. you know, cause, cause he gets betrayed by his mother, he finds out that his mother was kind of, uh, that, to be fair, guy. the little boy was stabbing and shit so the too. mom, like, gives a good stab, like, in the shoulder, and then the boy stabs him like 12, six to 12 times in the back with a little like pair of It's so funny. The way that he threw it, I, I don't get like, what did he do? He like threw him off of he him. He just grabbed him and threw him and he just happened to kind of go across his sword. Well, it's like he had the sword like, in his hand when he grabbed him and when he like throw it, threw him off, yeah. it's like he slid off yeah. of his sword. He like slid down across the sword. Yeah. I thought that boy was dead at the beginning. But um, <laughs> he got knocked the fuck out during that original football, baseball, whatever hybrid yeah, game that they too. were playing. And it was so funny because the man ran up behind him. He was like, ah! He just kind of threw him. Yeah, he down. just kind of pushed him down. And then it's just like, like, oh my god, he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> that too. Oh my gosh, that was insane too. He headbutted that guy to death. That was, it was like six. Insane. He just headbutted and he kept. Headbutting, I was like, we both were like, okay, a, we're like seven like, hits. There's now. a part, and that was very like we we're gonna hit on the. the I'll kind of tie it up, but uh, the God of War, like at the end of God of War three, where you can just keep punching Zeus. I was just like, this is just pure violence to be violent. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, just imagine. keep smashing. <laughs> And I was, I was Kratos. expecting, I was expecting kind of a God of War ending at the end as well. Like, you know, he, he dies at the end, he gets massively stabbed, and I was like, I'm expecting some Norse prophesized thing of him somehow just still being alive after getting, like, impaled in the heart and whatever. That's what I'm saying, like, they could have <laughs> done like, that That would have been cool. And then, like, had your ending, but then, like, pan back yeah. to, like, the volcano and or something. Like, and see, like, you could see, like, the uncle's skeleton or something, yeah. or the dead body, but there's nothing there's, next yeah, to it. Yeah, nothing next to it. There's something Except to tease that, that he's sword. still there or whatever. I was like, then oh, again, yeah, that, that, like, that would set up sequel. I mean, but I don't know. I but think, I but think, also, it was, it was, like, kind of the whole point of Norse mythology and all that jazz is to die in battle and go to Valhalla, which was, like, dope, and that was what he got and all that jazz. And his family lived on... Yeah, he's a super strong sperm. Had twins right off the bat, even though one know, looked right? older than the other. <laughs> How did that work out? <laughs> one's like a daughter and one's a boy, but the daughter looked older than the boy. I don't know. Fine. Um, They're going to be super Viking seer prophesized warriors of death and destruction. One's going to be a queen. That's the, that's the start line for the, the, to eventually end up to the Spartan twos for Halo. 
that's the lineage it takes. Viking Viking warriors that ascend from seers and prophesying witches and total choo-choo train unstoppable built for truck top Viking men. No. <laughs> no. We're so, gonna go back in time. We're gonna have Viking Spartans. That being said, I give this a fucking twelve out of ten. Oh like, yeah, straight I out. I was just blown away by this movie. This is an instant buy. Like, like I'm trying to think, like, if you're not into Vikings, if you're not into, like, action and stuff, like, would you hate the movie? And I'm like, mm, probably. Mm, you would, you would, you would, you would think it's, like, a little, like, weird and off-putting. You'd be like, man, they're freaking, well, like, like, I said from the beginning, how, like, dad this is a little, little trippy, off you know, like, you, they're like, howling, kinda like, a, wolves kinda and kinda stuff, a... and it's like... Guess, That's the Viking mentality. <laughs> I hate to. I hate you have to succumb to the bloodlust. <laughs> I've always hated saying the phrase. You kind of have to lean into it because you shouldn't have to lean into anything if you're oh, watching yeah. a movie. But I mean, I I really didn't. I I didn't. They performed so well. Like, that I was like, I just bro. felt like. I mean, they're sat. They're the, borderline the, savages. That's the, what they are. The I mean. primal energy just thrown out of that film was just like. It made me want to run around a campfire. Yeah, like, like I, I was, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, if I was in that, like, you know, if you got hired to be like a side actor or whatever, and they're like, we've got a really good part for you to play like a Viking in a movie, and you're like, oh, that'd be kind of fun, like the Vikings TV show. I'd go on and like rig some sails or whatever, and be like, ah, Viking. But then, like, you get to that, you get to that set, and it's just like, hmm. It's like I think, I think you just get like almost like just bloodlust drunk of just wanting to be just absolutely like rah <laughs> it's like it's it's just fun to like let go and just absolutely turn into a massive savage <laughs> seeing everyone do it around you you just want to give it your all you know it was it was dope it was very brutal lots of high For octane of a, energy a better word dope uh Definitely, definitely one of the, one of the, like my favorite high. It's definitely up there in the movie of the year so far for sure. What's your score? About oh, five out of five. For sure. I said twelve out of ten. Mm-hmm. You didn't stick. You were just like, don't oh, definitely. I said five out of five. Oh, I'm sorry. But you're like twelve out of ten. Rah! So and above and beyond. That movie did so much for me. That movie did so much for me. Um, so here's the final question: If you were that director. Where do you go from What do you this? do next? What's really cool is he, he does all these period pieces. That's all he does. And they, they even asked him, I don't know who asked, but they asked if he would ever do like a modern day story. And he was just like, no, no, I'm not going to. And it's like, good, you shouldn't because you have mastered the Viking era up here. Like nothing, if if there was another Viking movie, like last last year we went and saw The Last Duel and Green Knight. Those were those were both medieval, so it's you know can't really like throw a stone towards the to the pairing of Vikings and medieval, but still like this topped that, you know, in like showing showing the realism of their last night. Green Knight was very artsy fartsy and story and, and stuff. So the that, last duel was just Ridley Scott. Last duel, the, the, last duel did pretty good, showing off like a realism long. medieval. It was just long. It was more of a stuff. drama than an action. 
But yeah, it had very drama. This stuff. one it did all of it. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one this one is was the like creme de la creme. To spare. It was it was on like it literally if I had to throw another period piece to try to battle like Gladiator's the only one that would get within a stone's throw, you know. Yeah, Bray, yeah, Braveheart, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now what I do you consider Braveheart forever? Period. Well, just like a, a an old time, you know. Like I'm saying, how far yeah. would you go? What do you mean? Like how close to modern would you go? Oh, like, would you call consider it a period Vietnam piece? a period? Oh, no, no, no. Or World War Two? No, 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 no. Period piece would have you to still be like, like before the 1900s. Like, uh, yeah, like, like Civil War. Like night, yeah, like civil civil war civil war would be period piece. I bring up civil war a lot because we really don't get civil war movies anymore. We, I mean, yeah, to be don't. fair, you've got gods and generals in Gettysburg. How the fuck do you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go much movies? further past like yeah, like the civil war. That, that's about as far as I'd push it. Once you start getting into like really, lots of faster paced guns. Nolan's got this Oppenheimer movie coming out, and that looks awesome. Just the cast alone. I would consider that a period piece. It's it's really gonna bring me back to that's the whole... just gonna be a historical film. It's gonna be like Dunkirk. I mean, it's, like I it's... wouldn't call Dunkirk a period piece. I'd call that a, that's just a World War Two film. Well, it's World War One, but wait, is it World War One or Two? Dunkirk one. is one. Yeah, one. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh God, it's World War Two. It's World War Two. Nineteen seventeen is World War One. Dunkirk, World War Two. Yes. Oh God. Yes, the Battle of Dunkirk was a very early Battle of World War II. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. I, I was no, thinking I had it right. I was like, there's, there's it, no way it, it was, was from World May War I. <laughs> I was like, that's way too, like, the technology for stuff there is, like, way too advanced. It was, like, one of the first battles. It was part of the Battle of France in the Second World War. Because, like, you know, you see a World War II film, no one's going to go, like, oh, that was a great period piece to go, that's a great World War II film. You know, that is exactly what you call it. So, it's so, yeah, it's a period of time. I guess. I mean, to be fair, it's all period yeah, time. Everything could be a period. <laughs> yeah, you know that's. Modern the... could be a period, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, wh- where would you put him? Like, if you had, if you picked any. For his period, next film. Do you go along something in that same genre, like that actiony? Do you go from like Vikings? I don't know. Like to to beat to try to beat that out with something of the same vein is not possible. I don't think. Like, I don't think you should try to do like a medieval movie on the scale of of that needs to I don't know why, out. just when I see this movie and I see what he could do, I, my immediate thought is, dude, you could be like the Assassin's Creed guy of the movie universe. That would like, be cool. Just keep doing different, not necessarily specifically Assassin's Creed yeah. movies, but like go different periods of time. Like yeah. I could see him just do picking any era and just going with it. Like yeah. he could do uh, French Renaissance or Ital- Italian Renaissance. Italian Renaissance. Yeah, I mean the French Renaissance too. If there not was as good one. as like the Italian. Renaissance. <laughs> like, do something in that era, like. But I don't want like a biopic. I love biopics. He really, he really I, likes biopic. The, is like you're he's very. Me. It seems like he's very into the the old uh, straw hut living and crazy witchcraft stuff. So like, then, like, so what else is there besides medieval? And he's gladiator? he's done all of that. I don't know. What Jesus. He's gonna do the, Jesus. He's gonna bring Liam Neeson back to his olden days of movies and do some Scottish Highland sorcery movie. Ridley Scott did it. With what? I can't remember the name of it. With Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield. They were priests. Yeah, that didn't really deal with, like, witchcraft prophecy. No, not that part, but I was saying just, like, the whole Highland 
roaming traveling thing. Just just replace what's his face in this movie that I can't think of his name of all of a sudden with Liam Neeson and have Liam Neeson do all the the crazy prophesized languaging. William Defoe. William Defoe. There we go. Have Liam Neeson come in and do that for the Scottish Highlands of some creepy ghost monster in the Scottish Highlands. I'm just trying to think of a really cool <laughs> era. <laughs> no, he's got Samurai. that area down pat. I don't know if he. I don't think it's like he'd do that. Seems like he's very much into the more. I'm saying like we haven't got a good samurai. Oh yeah. No, no. Movie. I mean, the last samurai doesn't count. That's World War Two. It's yeah. It's like the only one though that I would like name. Apart from going back in time to like, oh, let's go look at like Kurosawa films and right. stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Like we, there aren't. You know, we haven't gotten a good. There really, there really aren't. Any. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about this movie that I thought was so great. If you if you like video games, if you like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, if you like Assassin's Creed games in general, if you like timepieces, and you're you're fine with mood, you're fine with some blood and, and guts and gore and and sex, then this movie is mm, the creme de la creme. Honestly, is good stuff. Yeah, it had a little bit of everything. It had the supernatural side. It had the the historical lore side, it had the... Mythology, prophecies... Ancient civilization side... Murderous, rage-induced murder... While also showing that these are still very human stories. Yep. There there was, like, nice little pauses of just kind of, like, what kind of happened in everyday life in the Viking era. You felt like you belonged. You felt like you could just herd some sheep alongside the Icelandic countryside and yeah, then would, watch your village get raided by Vikings. I would go so far as to saying that this was a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, it definitely, like, like to name to name the movies, we've, we've said it constantly, like, but, like, Gladiator, Braveheart, Northman goes right there alongside all of them. Like, I would probably put this in my top ten now. It's pretty dang good. Which we should there have was, an update there on was no, There was Norse rune writings. Everything was sectioned out in like chapter names, and it was all brought in in a black screen with like the Norse rune writing Norse that he was translated. Open with the Norse I was just like, <laughs> it yes. Was in, it was in that. Like, it was that so language. cool. Um, yeah, everything about it was really was really. Oh, I didn't I didn't care much for the second preacher. Was that the guy who played Mad Eye Moody? The second preacher who had Willem Dafoe's head. Oh, I don't know. It, it might. Like it. it might. I, have been. I gotta look that one up. That right. was cool too. Like, like. I thought the spoilers, head actually like. Moved. I thought it was gonna I was start talking to. Like, too. Yeah. yeah. I thought the eyes were gonna like fill in because they were just like white or eyes roll, or whatever, yeah, roll just roll in and, and be colored or whatever. But it was cool, like, yeah, you got like, cause Norse mythology, while well, it's all mythology and it's all been ruined, but like it felt. That movie felt, like, very historically accurate to Norse mythology as much. Like, I fully was 100% all with it under the beliefs, the sorcery, the the seer prophecies and all that jazz. I was like, yes, this is 100% what would happen. Like, it, I fully believed, I was fully sucked in and believed that, oh. that, that it was, like, a true story. Like, I could fully see that, like, ah, oh, yes, he just... The director just came down with an ancient stone tablet that told the story that we just watched. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> uh, so that guy, 
he, his character is literally called the He Witch. The He Witch. His name's Ingvar Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. He even got true Vikings. I mean, come on. Um, Scars, guards, Ingvingensernsson. That guy's got a movie coming out called Godland, where he plays a character named Ragnar. Oh boy. And he's also gonna be in that Rebel Moon movie. Hey. It is in the late 19th century, a young Danish priest travels to a remote part of Iceland to build a church and photograph its people. But the deeper he goes into the unforgiving landscape, the more he strays from his purpose, his mission, and morality. Oh, no. Anyway. Uh, Yes. I was over the top. Fabulous. Extremely pleased with... um, Wow, and he's got a TV show coming out where he plays Odin. Uh, so, speaking of, of Robert Eggers, the director, we were talking about his, his next movie. Where does he go from here? He's apparently He apparently has two movies in development. One is called Nosferatu. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. I like that. Oh, That's good. Because it's, it's, it's what I think it is. It's the mythology prophecy stuff with Dracula. It could be bloody, brutal, murderous. Oh, but those aren't directing. And, no, I mean, it's he's directing it, yeah. It says director in development. And The Night. Oh, hey. Medieval times, perhaps. I like how it doesn't show that. I like it. Yeah, that's what you get. I got a better IMDb than you. It's your IMDb. I subscribe to cool IMDb stuff. I get, I get. Look, director, I get, I get, six credits. I don't have an upcoming. It stops at Northman. Really? I have upcoming projects, too. The Night and Nosferatu. I like it. I want it. It's, 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 very, it's very cool to see definitely... A, a, I don't know really kind of where he came <laughs> from. Because he, he kind of just came out of the gate with, like... He had some shorts, you know, and then he drops The Witch. And that was, like, very dope. And then, because, like, The Witch, that storyline's been done a trillion, jillion, million, billion, jillion, zillion times. Witches. Witches, witchcraft, oh, you know, stuff like that. But he brought something so just, like, grounded and earthy and real to it. And that's what he really brings to it all. Lighthouse was, while super-duper trippy, there was just something about it that was so earthy and gritty and real where you were like... I could see that fucking happening, you know? (laughs) A little, a little scary... Not on, like, the horror factor, but just the, like, you you watch and you go, oh, God, I can see that fucking happening, <laughs> you know? Or, like, you're there. And then the Northman, blown out of the water, very grounded, earthy, real, yet still has the weird prophecy, crazy stuff where you're, like, it's like, you know, you, you go in and you, you watch, like, a, a dorky horror movie of, like, witches and all that jazz, and you're like, ah, oh, yes, witch, witchcraft isn't real or whatever, but he makes it seem to where it's 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 kind of real, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh yeah, I I, I could see that happening. Oh, so I didn't realize that. I guess Anya Taylor Joy is his the actress that he picks in everything, or just about. Yeah, she was in The Witch. She wasn't yeah, she was in, in The Lighthouse, Witch. but she was in Northman. She's tagged for Nosferatu. Oh really? As soon as I tagged well, in she Nosferatu, she has. She literally has Joy. the skin of an undead person. I didn't know she was in Peaky Blinders. It would be nice if Leigh got, like, her to dye her hair black and play Snow White, but no, we need, you know, someone else to play Snow White. (laughs) Isn't the girl who plays Batgirl 
I don't know. Speaking of which, did you see the new look? I think it was Pinocchio. There was a... There was something for Pinocchio that came out recently. Oh, don't tell me that's what it was. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, I was looking into Pinocchio. There's two mo two Pinocchio movies coming out at the same time. Yeah. I thought I saw a recent like video of one. No, that's like the third one. That's like a um, made for TV. It's got Pauly Shore in it, so we're not going to even talk about boy. that one. Um, anyway, thank you all for joining us today on Expect Entertainment. Two grand movies. Please, please movies? go see The Northman. It deserves all the love it gets. A massive talent as well. Uh, if you love I Nick Cage would, and silly moments. I had to pick both of them, between the two of them, go see Northman. Oh, yeah, like Nick Cage doesn't really need help. Everyone loves him. The Northman may need your help. I want to see this movie get some good scores before it's. I do too. I want to see. I want to see this man go far with these period piece movies. Nosferatu. If 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 these come out, be like he does, like a Nosferatu movie and then a Night movie. I mean, no. Yes, yes. You know, give that man whatever he wants. If he goes, I want to film a movie. I want. I would, you know, if like if I gave him high profile stuff like live action Hunchback of Notre Dame, I'd give it to that man. <clears throat> With the way Disney's going, they could totally do a remake. Mm. Can you imagine if Disney remade? Could you imagine how brutal it would be? Like if, if Disney didn't touch it, you know, if he just did like a Hunchback of Notre Dame on his own without Disney, you know, because like Dis Disney like, would want it, Disney would want it to be kind of happy and fun, yeah, you know. It's like oh, is... the temple's on fire. He would be like, the temple is on fire and it is burning and his insides have spilled out over the steeple of the church. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is interesting how even today Disney always has their version and then there's another <laughs> version at the same time from somebody else with a bunch of big names in it. Yeah. That's, that's Pinocchio funny. is the most The, the jungle, jungle Book did Jungle it. Book is on one Pinocchio's before Pinocchio's doing it. Um, anyway, that being said, that's it for us today on Expect Entertainment. We have a Twitter. It's at ExpectENTMT. At expect ENTMT. Yes. If that may change, Elon Musk just bought it for forty some odd million dollars, which seems really low, personally to me, for Twitter. Yeah, it seems kind of low for like the biggest. So like one of the top. It's like I don't count Facebook anymore. It's turning into something. It's its own monster beast yeah. thing now because it connects to Instagram Meta. and all that. Yeah, I was shit. about to say like, oh, the top three are like what Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I was like, oh wait, Facebook and Instagram, Instagram are like same the thing. same. Same basically. for Snapchat. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it seems kind of weird that you know forty. It was like forty-four point seven million or something. I don't know. Working on an Instagram, I was sick this past week. I know that's just another excuse, but it was true. You're sick, you're just sitting in bed, you could have just pulled up your phone and worked on the Instagram. I'm, I'm truthfully speaking, I'm kind of worried you don't need that to on hack my into phone, the server. I'm afraid that on my phone, I'm not going to remember my own personal information for my own account. Oh my god. So when I switch over to the other one, I'm going to lose my account, so I have to work on it. That's my low-key worry right now. Um, that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We're trying to make these episodes a little bit more entertaining. And like I said, we're... Working on some things in the works for season three coming up here soon in the next month or We're so. We're trying. So we, we suck you all at to it. Try. We need you all to try and listen, even we if it's for just a second. We suck at it, but we try. All that being said, excuse me. Go play the Northman and go watch the unbearable weight of massive talent. Sure. It's a video game. Prove all, me wrong. It's all video games. 
prove me wrong. Bring a controller when you go see the Northman and pretend to play, and you will actually. Yeah, make sure you uh, plug it into the seat in front of you. There's an easy to access port. It's yep. right there. Uh, once you plug in, and just go right ahead. I fully believe you could fool someone with that. Probably. Yeah. Not the new seats though. There's no There's too. There's too much space now to. to plug controllers are wireless in front now. Of you. Um, anyway. That's it for us today. Yes. I am Tanner, as always. I have been and will still be Glenn. Peace out, homies. Bon voyage. And... May the Allfather bless these will to the Valhall. That was interesting. They said Valhall, and it wasn't Valhalla. Like, there was it's no law at the end. V-A-L-H-O-L-L. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's a that's a thing or not. I, you we know, probably I Americanized it. But, Valhalla. You know, so. Cool, cool. But yeah, yeah, let's all go to Valhalla. Drink my mead. Skull! Ah!